0: Hi again, everybody. Welcome to Radio MVP Sports Podcast. Tim and Anthony, along with you here today as normal, as uh, I believe this is episode 106 or 107. I think we're 106. I, I think,
1: think we're 106.
0: Yeah. I think it's 106. I, I got to go with that. Let's go with 106. If we're wrong, uh, you can let us know that. We're later. wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're wrong. <laughs> it's not like anything else in the world is going on. Uh want to yeah. 106. You want me to check? 107. It's 107? We are one of yeah, 107. I just pull up Spotify right now. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm keeping all this by the way. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> it don't matter. Screw
1: it. It really doesn't no. matter. It really doesn't no. matter.
0: You know, I was just earlier today had the opportunity to be on uh, Mark Mean's uh, show mm-hmm. and podcast by all means. And uh he had Jim Craven and Matt Amster of course, mm-hmm. and uh Campbell Rico, all from the football season. And we're talking about the upcoming, you know, potential Uh football season and uh, some of the obstacles that are in front of us and how everything is going and some of the changes that have been announced for 2021. And, you know, we'll see. Uh, It'll be interesting. It was a really good podcast. I'll uh, try to uh, link it to uh, one of our uh, tweets or Uh uh, on our page on Facebook for those who want to hear it. I think it'll be released as a podcast tomorrow. So uh, actually this one will probably beat that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, needless to say, it was a really good conversation. and I want to thank Mark Means uh, for having me on and uh, talking high school sports again. It was kind of fun to do. All right. Here's the thing. We all love sports. Yep. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we do high school sports. That's why we follow college and the pros. Guys, nothing has changed. I wish no it's I wish I could say hey everything's great there are some sports back golf has made its return yes uh, NASCAR of course NASCAR's done a, a
1: good job coming back yeah
0: EPL over mm-hmm. in uh, Europe in, in England mm-hmm. has uh, made its return this past week my Liverpool Reds by the way uh, a scoreless draw with Everton uh, the blues uh, give me a little blues we're only five points away from the championship. So they play again tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night over in England. And uh, hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll get the three points. And next thing we'll know, we'll be one game away from a a championship. I'm excited about that. I'm I'm having some fun and it's been a long wait. These last three months to get it back, but Liverpool is on the door of the championship. And once it's clinched, if they need to go away, who cares? As long as I get the clinch.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, every week when we come out and record, we hope that there will be anything new, and it's and there's not really much moving the needle, so to speak. The NBA is still in a holding pattern. The last time we talked, some players don't want to play. Some players do want to play. The NHL is starting to uh, whittle down hub sites. Uh, I saw Columbus will not be one of the hub sites. Um, I don't know if that's because of the recent uh, spike in cases in Southwestern Ohio, baseball is still fumbling over their own feet. And uh, if there was a movie to describe or movies to describe all this year, if I had, if you asked me to describe, you know, the negotiation status of major league baseball right now, it's, it's basically go watch bad news bears in the movie major league. Nobody can seem to agree on anything. You know, we're probably going to get this. It's frustrating,
0: Anthony. There's no question about it. And
1: They have fumbled it. Honestly, Tim, I'm not sure I want the 60 games. I mean, yeah, it's something. But, like, it's 60 games. And I was thinking about this today. If you're a player in your contract year, i.e., a – a Frankie Lindor, because we all know he's gone after this year. Whether it was 162 or 60, he's gone after this year. If I'm Frankie Lindor, am I playing this year? Now, I think we'll probably play, but you can't help but wonder, do I take the risk of 60 games when I'm going to go get my first big-time contract? You know, there will be guys that think about that. And I, honestly, Tim, look, the 60 games would be great. It will be nice to have baseball back for two months, three months. But we're not any closer to the bigger picture, the bigger problem being resolved in two years because that thing is going to rear its ugly head September 27th when this season is over, period.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing. Baseball owners, there's about seven or eight owners who truly don't want to play the season. And Uh their whole goal for the last six weeks is to run out the clock to a minimum season at the most, And no season at all would be their preference. Uh That's where we're at. Uh, That's why they didn't negotiate after making the deal in March. That's why April and May were wasted. That's why the last six weeks, which a deal could have been struck very easily if they truly wanted to. Neither side of the negotiations has been in good faith. The ownership, like I said, have, basically been a 60 game or less regular season and an expanded playoffs. And they didn't want to share the revenues. They didn't want to share the information they had. So the players were reluctant to agree to that. And the players wanted a longer season because they get paid per game mm-hmm. as the season progresses. So the more games they play, the more they, money they make. Now we're at the situation where the owners, if they do want a season, we'll probably have to pay a premium to get the players to yep. play. Meaning it's not just 100% of the contract prorated for 60 games. Yep. might be 110% yes. to get the players to play. And it's no different than if the players played 70 or 80 yes. games. And that's yep. what's so frustrating about this, is this could have been done. And Exactly. The just lack of leadership on both sides really cost them. Uh, Manford did exactly what the owners wanted him to do. And yep. I give them, you know, and people, I, I've said this a hundred times. Commissioners are not caretakers of the game. They work for the owners, yep. create a business model that makes them the most money. And to take the bullets for the owner who pays the commissioner to be the figurehead of the sport to take the bow and the arrow from the fans, it's just the way it works, there, there hasn't been an independent commissioner mm-hmm. in baseball, maybe Bart Giamatti. You know, you have to go all the way back to the Pete Rose scandal to find the last time you really had an independent-type person run the game. Uh, maybe nah, – you really can't – I mean, Faye Vincent to a certain degree. Yeah. There really hasn't been many. It's just, not, it's just not the way the game is structured today. The NFL has proven that over the last, you know, 50 years, when Pete Rosell mm-hmm. ran it, and then Paul Tagliabue, and up until, you know, the current commissioner. So, you, it's it's all, you know, a kind of a facade. It, they take the bullet for the owners. Obviously, the NBA is the same way, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way mm-hmm. the, the games are structured. As a matter of fact, hockey went to that structure. Yes. And, you know, 20 years ago, and they've Been very successful under that structure. It is unfortunate. Uh, Do I care if they play 60 games or not? I don't.
1: And that's the – and I don't mean to cut you off, but that is the general consensus of a lot of people I talk to. And it's not just the average baseball fan. It's the you who will pay for the MLB package. You're going to watch the Indians, or you're going to have Tom Hamilton on every game. You will find a way to have the Indians on – even if having the game tracker on, you'll stay up and watch the late night game. And myself, I have season tickets. My aunt, you know, she has season tickets. You know, talking to season ticket holders, it's not nice, but it's like, eh. I mean, I hate to be that way, but is that, is that not the feeling that you get from talking to people, Tim? It's great, but eh.
0: Well, We've basically have not had sports in in America, barring what the little we've had from NASCAR yeah. and, and golf, for over a hundred days. Golf, yeah, and I honestly believe that we've come to accept it, and we've come to find other things to do, uh, other distractions mm-hmm. for people. Yes, and other entertainment values. So it's going to be difficult for I think all sports to come back and. And to regain the trust of, of the fans, especially baseball. I mean, we're talking about the trust it, of the fans, it's yep. baseball. But, uh, you know, I know the NFL is going to soldier forward and do everything they possibly can to get their season in. However, they have no control over this virus, just like no. the rest of the sports do. Uh, we already seen the Dallas Cowboys have infections. We've, uh, you know, in the NHL, the Lightnings down in Florida have had yep. their their players. Exposed. Obviously, Arizona itself, the state is going through a very tough time right now. California is spiking again. It's going to be difficult no matter what sport you're in to play. It's going to be difficult for high school sports to play this year. Yeah. It's it's going to be interruptions no matter what we do. Some teams, like, I'll be quite honest with you, we may have an uneven season in football, like for high school level. You may have assume. some school be able to play all or be available to play all 10 games, but maybe some of their opponents will not be. And Tim, I'm
1: going to make this. Prediction. That's going to
0: be, that's going to be the hardest part of the upcoming year is we just don't know what's going to happen week to week, day to day. And the NBA and the NHL have their plans and they're going to start the end of July and get into August. But we just don't know where we're going to be 30 days from now.
1: Let me say this going back to baseball, but first, before I go back to baseball, you touched on high school football, Tim, I'm going to make the prediction and I don't have any inside knowledge. I haven't talked to anybody yet. Uh, we won't see 10 games this year. I think you're going to see a truncated schedule, six, seven games. And I think Tim, either they're going to start it sooner. And I don't know, but I, I don't see a way we have a full 10-game season. Going back to baseball, yes, Manfred, you know, he used his, you know, his power, so to speak, the closet he had where he could implement the six games, but when baseball was stopped, March, 20, uh, they met on March 26th. What would have been opening day for every team in baseball? They met that day. We know that. From March 26th to now, or from March 26th to, say, the end of May, we heard nothing. We had no plans at all. You're telling me that it just seems to me, Tim, and we talked about this last time, that you have two months in the face of a pandemic, and there was no plans. And there was still, there was probably a week, maybe Three or four spring training games played, while this whole this whole virus thing was was ramping up. Because there was still spring training baseball being played when the NCAA tournament canceled, when the CIT got canceled. So you had from then until now, and nothing has been accomplished. Look, yeah, we're playing sixty games, but at the end of the day, what does that mean? Hey, we used our power to play sixty games. I mean, really, honestly, you are in no better, you're in no better. You're in a worse spot now than you were on March 26th.
0: As the time has gone on, I think we, for baseball, we found out that there was a quarter to one third of the owners who really didn't want to play this year because of the virus Mm -hmm. and the scenario going on and did not see a profitability going forward. Uh, They're not going to come out and say, you know, this is our group of of owners that don't want to. That's what the commissioners ever take that bullet. This was obviously a compromise within the owners and not the budge because they haven't budged. Even when the players came back with a 70 game offer, it was no. So and then the players came back with the tell us when and where scenario, which was a great play on their part because there was still enough time to play. Maybe 75 to 80 games. However, the owners sat on their ball and came out and said they didn't want to do it without an agreement. And then came the basic of a couple of weeks ago where they thought they had an agreement, but it kind of all mm-hmm. fell apart. And both sides can take the blame for that, to be quite honest with you. I think what we see here is a sport that is always had bad communications mm-hmm. from both ownership and from players and mistrust on both ends and as long as you have that you're always going to have friction and what made this worse is that we know that there's a negotiation coming up at the end of the 2021 season going Mm -hmm. forward for a new cba and this is has a lot to do with that there's no other ways to put it i mean baseball's in a bad bad yep shape going forward, not because the fans don't love the game, not because it's not a great game to watch or to follow or to root for, but it lacks leadership from a group of owners. It lacks leadership from the individual uh, teams and how they were going to handle this situation. When the Pirates at one point not paying 401k uh mm-hmm. matching things to their own employees and not talking about the players to you know the cleveland indians who you know one of the first to come out and say they were going to pay their players or mm-hmm. their everyone in the organization through the end of june others teams have come out and say they'll play throughout the season you know no matter what other teams have laid play uh members of their organizations off awesome, so it's, yeah. been, it's been kind of chaotic Response from the from each and individual team. Obviously, like I said, there's that group of owners who were militant enough to say that we're only going to play at maximum games, and yeah. that's right. Uh, will this have a big actress? No matter what happens, yeah, because yeah. it's not a baseball season. I mean, sixty games is a sprint. Yes, not a a season. We knew that going in. Mm-hmm. As April turned into May, and May turned into June. And each day that passed by, we've seen exactly where we're leading down this road. You know, the players now are, you know, there are going to be some players that won't play because it's just not worth their time and their effort, mm-hmm. and they've made enough money yep. where they can sit home for the year and won't be hurt. Uh, there's players that need to play that are young players that have to play to prove themselves. There's going to be 30 t- members on a team right now with activation of 25 or 26 mm-hmm. players per game. So at one time they were talking about 35 to 40 players. So there's going to be a big pool of players who, what do you do with? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you're going to have injuries and there's no triple a and there's no double a. So it's going to be chaotic to say the least for the first time in my life. I really don't care if they play or not. And uh, that's shocking. Cause baseball has always been my favorite thing to watch and favorite thing mm-hmm. to the play as a as a kid and we'll see what happens. The NFL, like I said, it's gonna soldier through we'll see how it goes forward. Because the this virus doesn't care if you're a football fan or nope. a football organization. Nope. Or a baseball organization. It's it's it knows no boundaries. Right. And that's where we're running into right now. Obviously I follow uh the Australian Football League, mm-hmm. the AFL down in, in Australia and mm-hmm. They just came back this past week was their second week and they already had a report of a uh, one team having three members of his yeah. team um, infected and they canceled games. They uh, delayed it 24 hours and then they came back and said they were false positives. So I don't know exactly where it stands there, yeah. but uh, they, you know, this is going to happen throughout the world. Uh, I think as a, uh, A Liverpool fan and supporter, I say the same thing. Uh, You know, we got the draw against Everton. Okay. Not my – it's not a loss. So, uh, you got a point. We're five points away. Uh, My whole goal is to win uh, on Wednesday and then hopefully wrap it up against Man City on Saturday. And then from that point on, the season, whatever happens, happens. Uh, The season would be over. They'll officially won the the, – no one can catch them. And that's that's my goal. Tournament, right? No there's, is no, there a tournament. Tournament no? no, there's no tournament. No, so there's no so tournament. It's, it's just like, whoever wins the regular, you know, the, the round Robin home and away series for yeah. um, the entire season. There is no playoffs. There is no tournament like uh, in America and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So very important um, just to wrap this up and, and go forward. There's, here's the good thing. Because the European championships have been canceled, mm-hmm. there is no champion this year. Liverpool won the World Championship back in the in the spring mm-hmm. in Qatar. Now, when they win the Premier League, they will be champions of the Premier League, champions of Europe, and champions of the world all at one time. So they can
1: clinch as early as Saturday.
0: Yes. And how
1: many games after Saturday do they have left?
0: I believe there was nine games total when they came back. So
1: they'll have probably set six or seven games right. after Saturday. That will be If they clinch Saturday, they can just play the kids, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. You're 100% right. That would be a dream scenario for a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, if someone – you know, like I was telling my aunt a couple of days ago not to get back on baseball, but I'd rather see the kids play this year. You know, clinch it Saturday, and I'll see the kids that lost five or six games.
0: And you know what? That's probably part of the – the plan because there is no, like I said, no European league to mm-hmm. play in this year. They yeah. actually lost one of the last remember, games yeah. they played. It was against, mm-hmm. um, was in the European league, and they lost that and got yes.
1: eliminated. I remember and that. Then
0: that's when the virus hit across Europe. And because of that scenario, they can't play, you know, a multinational, invitational type thing like the mm-hmm. European league is. So, what are you going to do? You cancel it. So, with that cancellation, you're still champions of Europe is Liverpool. And like I said, when they win the Premier League, they will be simultaneously champions of the Premier League, Europe, and the world. And that is go. not done very often. So, uh, yeah. Up the Reds, baby. We're taking That's
1: it right. down. That's right.
0: Yeah. I'd say what, Never it, walk alone. Never forget that.
1: You. I stumbled with these uh, – these social media accounts of, I want to call them, you know, these well-known people. Right. And a lot, and most of them are Liverpool fans. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, big time famous people that are big time Liverpool fans.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they were a story, uh, club. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it dates back very long time. And, uh, they had for many years up until this last 30 years, we're one of the premier teams, meaning mm-hmm. year in, year out, looking at yeah. championships in, in the Premier League. And obviously, you know, they hit this drought, and now they're back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came across them at the right time.
1: Yes, That's you Just did. like
0: uh, Collingwood, you know. I, I found Collingwood because of uh, the Lone American and Mason Cox down uh, down under playing the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that that club has been around since 18... 1862 or 18 yeah 1862 mm-hmm. i mean it's it's phenomenal how long it's been and mm-hmm. again they have a, a story tradition an you know, entire story but yeah it is quite quite impressive i'm sure if any of my uh we have gotten some downloads from australia
1: if anyone's
0: out there they can let me know how i'm screwing that up but uh needless to say uh it's been fun you know and like i said i've been uh Fortunate to have these kind of international sports to care about in the last few years. Yeah. And it has helped me get through some of this downtime. I mean, it's, it's affecting the entire world. And it's going to, unfortunately, it's affected our country tremendously. Uh, we're only 4% of the the world's population. And we have a quarter of the infections and the death rate. It's just it's outrageous. For every five new infections in this world One is from the United States Which is unacceptable Yep, And that is where we're at
1: And like you talked about in baseball, Tim There is a failure of leadership At the top
0: There's no question about it And
1: And that's a whole other podcast It is, it
0: is And there's a lot to be said about that
1: It's sickening though There's no You know, you got these governors working their butt off And it's Like you said, it's it's a failure of leadership at the top, and um, I don't know.
0: Hey, it's frustrating. Like we said, it's a
1: whole other, yeah, it's, it's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. Um, it's frustrating as a citizen um, to see this lack of leadership. It's even more frustrating and a slap in the face as someone who's lived through the pandemic. It's just, It's just, you know, we got a lot of he said, she said, and not a lot of, we said together and
0: uh. Yeah. Well, you know, just to talk more about, you know, sports and news. Yeah. You Novak know, uh DeJonat yes. um has come out positive with the coronavirus after starting his own tour. Um and yeah. having two events in Europe and had no social distancing and fans everywhere. And I heard like three players are now have tested positive or six. Yes. Uh, yes who played in those two tournaments. Uh,
1: one of the and most believe, irresponsible
0: things I've ever seen in sports.
1: I believe his wife has it too, but their kids are good. Yes, I mean, that's what I read and said, How did, and, and I'm sorry, but, because I'm not a tennis fan. But you would think that would be the easiest sport to socially distance. You know? Yeah, but you're
0: using the same locker rooms. And, yeah, I guess. You know, you're – it was just – you had, you know, thousands of people around you. And, you know, this is the this is the challenges that are going forward. You know, I, I have a friend of mine whose son is a high school football player. And they just started, you know, activities this past couple of weeks. And they're allowed to have one coach and I think nine players together in a group of ten. And they're going through drills. But they can't hand the ball off to anybody because they're not allowed. Yeah. Uh, you can't block anybody. Nope. You know, this – how do you play high school football if you can't practice and hit someone? How do you – I know there's – going to open it up here in a little bit. Uh, we've already seen Dallas Cowboys in the situation they're in, and they're just lifting weights and doing off-season conditioning. I hate being so negative. I hate it with no, all you know, my passion. It, but I'm a realist too, and I think him, that's I don't, what gets
1: me. I don't know if it's negativity because – You know, you circle back that you and I have covered for – this is our fourth year, I believe. Right. Uh, Fourth or fifth year. We know by now young people, uh, fatality-wise, are not huge risks. Still, they're a risk. Um, But the scary thing about young people is they're more likely to be asymptomatic, and they can transmit it very easily. How many coaches do we know, Tim – in our area that we have covered, are 50, 60. You know, they get into that range well, where it's kind of like, eh. Let's put it. In
0: just- let's put it in perfect perspective. I'm 53 years old, and I'm overweight. I'm, uh, you know, if I would contract this disease, I would probably have a tough time with it. Uh, and not every coach is in the best shape of their lives as we get older, or, or person as we get older this is something we're all got to deal with. And there's a lot of us who are trying our best and are doing the correct things, but we're also human and we make mistakes. It's also summer and it's 85 degrees out and Mm -hmm. you want to be out and yes, you want to, you know, mingle and you want to see friends and our families or you have events and yeah, chances are you're going to run into a group that's more than 10. And mm-hmm. probably if you're in that group, you're not wearing a mask. And you're are you putting yourself and others at risk, a higher risk rate? Yes. It's a difficult, like I said, it's what I've noticed here. And I'm not saying this is factual because this is just purely, I don't even want to say this. I'm going to take that back. I'm just going to say what we're seeing here right now is maybe the effects of summer with this virus. But as you mentioned, come fall Mm -hmm. as we get back into everything who knows yeah it may be worse it may the the virus may be strengthened more Mm -hmm. in the fall and winter like it was this past winter early springtime we may have a a lesser version of it right now i'm not saying we do yeah i have no idea if we do or we don't obviously it's still here because you know you look at the south or you know this the southeast here and yeah uh, and, and out west, it's 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 just going crazy. So it's gonna be difficult for everybody. Yeah, it's and,
1: it, You know we've said this for a couple months now. It's it's a holding pattern. It's wait and see. It's day to day. We have no idea what this thing is going to be like in a week, in a month, in six months from now. We have no idea. We can hope that it's going to be. All great, and we're going to be, you, you know, in two months in a broadcast booth doing a game. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know.
0: Yeah, we might be in the stands and, doing a game.
1: Yeah. Social distancing. Yeah, That's you're. I'd be very surprised um, if there's more than ten people out in the press box. I mean, if I'm an AD of a high school, I'm, I'm probably cutting it off at five because those those press boxes are not big.
0: No, you know, and first maybe. of all, you, you have coaches from both yeah. teams that you have to protect. You have the scorekeepers from both teams you have to, you know, protect. You have the PA guy, if necessary, mm-hmm. probably is necessary. Assuming yeah. that some fans might be there, a family and friend type scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there may not be room for a broadcast team. No, uh, no. However, I will say this, and, I, and there's no guarantee this will happen. I'm hoping, and I'm not saying that, you know, Western Reserve Radio will be involved this way, but it could. And I haven't heard any any um, yeah. rumors to this sort. You know, there is a ban on video, live video on Fridays at high school football. But because of the circumstances that we're going to be in this year, I'm hoping they lift that. I really am. I'm hoping that if someone – could provide live video for a game for yep. others can see it. Yes. If they're not allowed yep. into the stadium that it's allowed. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm not even sure the OSAA would allow yep. it to happen. But I'm hopeful that they would consider that. Now on a Thursday or a Saturday you can do live video. But on Fridays it is exclusive
1: yep. that you you're cannot, not allowed no. to do it.
0: It has to be tape delayed. Maybe they're gonna loosen that this year. Sh- I'm not saying they will.
1: No, but that would be a It would make sense, though, you know, because like you said, there's probably not going to be the attendance that we've all come to hope for and expect at at these local games. So people are going to be staying home. If there's a way where you can live stream the game and you, Matt, and I sit at home and broadcast it, you're you're helping reach a lot more people who who would rather be at the game but can't.
0: You know, that's one possibility, or you're part of a broadcast crew that's at the game and yes. bringing it to the mm-hmm. masses. Who knows? But that you bring up a great point. If there is a live video available and you can pr- give the commentary over it, yes, uh, we all could be in our own living rooms doing Yes, uh, It's yes, a possibility. I'm not saying that's what will happen, but it's something I think that has to be discussed, and it probably has been discussed. They don't have to make a decision today. That decision no. could be made a week before the football season. Yes. Because it only takes really its like that, a minute yeah. yeah to make it happen anywhere. And you just need mm-hmm. the, a combination of the school or the broadcast company to make it happen. So mm-hmm. uh, one camera operation could be done pretty quickly. Yes. We'll just have to wait and see. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it's something that should be really investigated, I hope, all summer long going forward and be willing to do a one-year suspension of the rules. and You can go right back to the normal rules in 2021 if, if mm-hmm. scenarios allow it. But for this coming year, I think it's something that all broadcast uh, scenarios needed. I mean, obviously, for example, over in Pennsylvania for the basketball season, we were able to do live video all season long. Yes. And it was, it was fantastic. We had great great uh, feedback on that. They can do live video on Friday nights in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of those games can be done that way through, you know, Trib Live, which is a fantastic, fantastic way for families who cannot maybe be at the game this year because of uh, social distancing or just mm-hmm. pure virus containment scenario but or will be if the games can be played can still see it mm-hmm. i think that would be really the optimal situation here in ohio if you can make it available there's a lot of ways to add the audio to it like you mentioned even if we're not there live we can still comment on what's going on if we have yeah. all the information uh even if we're working on our laptops and it yeah. could be done i'm not saying it will be happen but um we're going to have to uh investigate that on our own and see what the OSAA says and uh, see how some of the schools, yeah, uh, you know, get behind it. Cause it really needs to be uh, looked at. And quite honestly, you can't charge this year for video. live no, video. no. Meaning. No. Uh, that's just my opinion. Obviously I'm going to go on a little tangent here. We pay right fees for every game we do in Ohio. They don't have that in Pennsylvania other than for the state championships? I would suggest, again, if the season does that, that they would suspend any type of uh, fees to broadcast the game because that would be then a little bit more difficult to absorb that extra cost of live video. But we'll have to wait Mm -hmm. and see. I mean, who knows? You know, we're putting a lot before the horse here. So we'll just have to wait and see how this all uh, goes down. But... You know, there's nothing going on, so might as well talk no. about the different no. possibilities and, you know, see where this conversation goes, and that's what we've been doing.
1: It's a wait-and-see-holding pattern. You know, we really don't know what's going to happen from day to day.
0: No, we don't. I wish we could say that. Uh, you know, I'm not a, a huge NASCAR fan. Um, however, I read the headlines or mm-hmm. read the, the things that are going on. Uh, my hat's off to uh, Bubble Wallace. And everything that how he's handled the situation with the uh, racism Mm -hmm. and everything that has uh, transpired here in the last few weeks and uh, give NASCAR a lot of credit. They have really stepped up uh, and done really what you would hope any sports league would do, not just because Mm -hmm. of who he is as a person or as a black driver, but to uh, ban the Confederate flag, to uh, make it known that the person who left that noose in the garage is going to be banned for life mm-hmm. from the sport. How the entire organization of NASCAR rally around him and push his car to the front uh, last weekend. It was a, uh, an amazing thing at Talladega. I thought it was just uh, a truly, truly spectacular moment in sports. And to top that off locally, Ryan Blaney wins the race by a nose. I
1: don't know if you saw, but the FBI did come out today and make a statement um, saying that uh, the noose actually was not a noose per se. It was a rope from a garage door um, that got caught up on one of the plates or whatever you want to call it. And it was just in that form. But I'm sure we have not heard the last of it.
0: Yeah, no, that's information I did not have. But.
1: Yeah, they said that uh, um, through video evidence and photographic evidence, and just timelines, uh, security personnel um, that it was just a rope from a garage door.
0: Well, that's good news. If that's the case, that's, yes. that's wonderful news. Uh, yes. Let's all hope that's the case. Let's. Uh, needless to say, how they handled the situation was top notch. And. Yes. Uh, one of the best scenarios ever I've ever witnessed in sports in the last, uh, you know, 30, 40 years. I thought they did a, a fantastic job in the last uh, few weeks handling uh, the scenario that's going around in everybody's lives right now. And uh, to see the Black Lives Matter uh, hashtag mm-hmm. on his car, on the 43, the iconic Richard Petty car, mm-hmm. I thought was uh, really a moving moment in sports. And Again, I'm not a big NASCAR guy. I can't. I watch maybe three or four races, and I probably don't watch the entire thing all season long. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, I'm just like anybody else. They Daytona 500 kind of catches yep. your eye because it's the first of the game or first of the season, and uh, I always try to catch the one in Indy because it's so iconic uh, to be in Indy, and then usually catch a couple in the uh, in the Chase. And if I have time, and if I'm at the right time, I love seeing one of the road course races because yeah. it's so different in that sport. I mean, I don't watch a week in and week out. I can't tell you all 43 drivers Mm -hmm. or 41 drivers, however many they have. Mm -hmm. Uh, But obviously you root for the kind of the local guy and Ryan Blaney and to see him win was, it was a big, you know, big deal. And it's, it's really just, uh, like I said, there's certain times in life, you have to give credit to people who stand up and do the right thing. And NASCAR as an organization has stand up and done the right thing, especially the last few weeks. And uh, yes, congratulations have. to all of them, no matter what the circumstances turn out to be.
1: Yes, they have. Uh, they've done. Uh, they've done a good job, uh, from the start of restarting, having a plan in place, social distancing, and I believe. Now I don't watch NASCAR, but I believe they had five thousand fans this past week. Now yeah. that's five. That's five thousand fans in a hundred fifty thousand seat. Uh, Race track, yeah. Raceway, but still. That's that is progress in the right direction, you it know. Is. If if we can keep going through this um, with no spike in cases and no major problems elsewhere in NASCAR, uh, they could be the guiding force to getting the sports back on track in this country of how to properly socially distance, how to have a plan laid out. You know, my hats off to NASCAR. They've done a great job. They really have. Uh, and it seems to me um, that they've communicated their plan and all the drivers are on board to, together as one. And that's, uh, you don't see that very often in sports. All the competitors are not on board all together sometimes.
0: Well, you know, that, you want to compare the unity of the sport, uh, meaning how NASCAR is run and individual owners of the teams mm-hmm. and how the players interact are all, part of one organization and they seem to communicate well Mm
1: -hmm. and that
0: is something other sports should strive to do and uh, just the opposite of how baseball handles itself just the opposite how some of the other sports in the past have handled themselves so uh, it's one of those good things anthony i don't know what else to talk about i mean we've covered it all
1: yeah, it's uh, you know like you started out the uh, podcast with. There's not there's not a big change in anything really. Uh, the NBA's still in a holding pattern, going back and forth. Baseball still, for layman's terms, can't field a ground ball, and uh, golf is starting to get back. NASCAR's done a great job, and uh, tennis you'd think can socially distance pretty well, but uh, we troubled. Uh, individual tournaments unsanctioned and uh we see what happens so uh, it's a lot of he said she said right now and uh, uh again not a lot has changed in the week of sports
0: no not not a lot of changes and uh, we haven't no released a uh, a throwback thursday in the last few weeks but i plan on doing that this week i did find a, a really an interesting game uh that i thought would be fun to release it was a College basketball game I did over Mm -hmm. in Western Pennsylvania, when I was covering Allegheny College in uh, Meadville. And it is Mm -hmm. uh, the women's game. So I don't have that many women's sports that I've recorded. So um, I'm working on that one currently. And if I can get that one uh, ready, get all the commercials edited out and stuff like that to make it a little bit more smooth. Uh, The audio quality is about a 6 out of a 10. It's not the best but I think it might be really enjoyable. It's something different. And, uh, cause we don't have a chance to talk about women's sports all that often here on the podcast no. or in general. And, uh, that's something that, you know, we should probably pay a little bit more attention to than we do. It's a 10 year old basketball game, but yeah. it'll be uh, something a little different to throw out there. And, uh, Hopefully it won't get me in trouble neither. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to care about a game that's no. 10 years old. Nope. I
1: don't but think that's so That's just either. my
0: opinion. Doesn't mean it's right. That's just my opinion. Um, but, yeah, it's from um, the 2010 uh, college basketball season. Uh, it's the Alligating Gators, uh, the fe- oh, women's team, uh, took the court. Uh, it was part of a doubleheader that I broadcast that day. But uh, I only found the women's game so far. If I find a, a, one of the men's game, I will do that too or one of the football games they had back mm-hmm. in the day. So uh, I got a lot of audio. We'll try to get rid of it sooner or later. <laughs> we'll try to get it all out to you. How's that there sound? There you go. Uh, but yeah, a g- great response for all that. This should be up uh, pretty shortly here. I'm just going to yeah. touch up a couple of things and we'll be getting going. So for Perfect. Anthony in Canfield, I am Tim here in Bourbon. Wish you all a best of weeks. Uh, catch me on the internet on Twitter at Tim Continenza and you can catch Anthony on Instagram at ACAP17. Yep. yep, perfect. All right, everyone, have a great day. Talk to you soon.